let's start recording. That was insane. I, I thought There's that no we started recording. No, there is right there. Oh. <laughs> how do you look? Good? Tori Cole, hilarious yeah, comic. Sure. What's up, Tori? How are you? I'm good. How are you? We've actually never spoken to so this. I'm is terrific. Really yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we spoke for a bit at that show last like week. a second, yeah. And then I sent you your video. How'd you like it? It's, there's a lot of like restaurant noise in it. There was a, a lot, lot of restaurant. I know. That's why I usually am mic'd up when I do that. I figured stuff. you were had a love or something. But and I, also yeah. the thing is like with that camera, like it picks up everything. So anytime yeah. like my filmer is breathing or eating anything, I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, what are you doing? Hold your breath. Yeah. No, I I was like, can I clip this? And I was like, there's no clips. So oh really? Well, yeah. may, maybe you can put like the maybe the room volume down and then the subtitle volume up. I'm just not, make it like yellow. I'm and not pink. very savvy. I'm like I use splice. I'm I'm doing the least and the most well at least you're still doing it the least and the most they say you try your best so I, I love that i like to say that it's my best but my best doesn't involve splicing uh different layers and room tone and well you're a funny comic from the first time that i saw you so that's you. good they that's that is all it i'm means looking a lot. for yeah that's why all i'm right, here good. i just came to sit on this couch and get a big ego boost love so that where are you from I initially go now <laughs> i'm from maryland where in maryland annapolis Okay. Yeah. So, do you do you know anyone who went to Navy? That's like right. No. In well, the it's like yeah, it's a Navy. Hometown. Like that's like the vibe there. But I don't. No, my my dad wasn't involved. His dad was. That's kind of why we ended up there. My mom's from Baltimore, so it just kind of happened. Okay. There's really nothing cool about Maryland. Well, my cousin uh, lives there was. in Bethesda, so <laughs> I've been there very a nice. few times yeah, for yeah. Thanksgiving. That's like That's a fun. suburb of DC. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, I love Annapolis. I I went to school in Colorado though, so I went out there. I kind of realized I was like, oh, it's not all about lacrosse and Old Bay and there's other places you can be from. Where in like, Colorado? <laughs> and I went to school in uh, Boulder. I went to University of Colorado. Oh, nice. My buddy went there for a year and then transferred to Michigan. But then I also had another friend who went there for four years and she loved okay. it. She's a big skier. Yeah, yeah. I snowboarded. I went there because oh, I like snowboarding. Yeah, I thought I was cool in high Let's school. Let's go. Yeah. Am you I thought you were cool? Like you seem cool. No, I know. Some people, people is... sometimes worry about holding it. And, you know, I'm, t I'm here to tell you don't hold it. Just, we can maybe flip it. I just don't want you to, like, touch this thing and, like, get it loose. Yeah, I'll just keep my weird clothes on the this is just this the is a nice holder. mic yeah, yeah yeah this looks cool too this sounds good we're talking about holding the microphone yeah, for sorry, those of you that who don't have visual to, actually yeah. for the most part i think a lot of people do enjoy the visual these days because we have well we have uh visual on spotify which is pretty oh, wow. exclusive not everybody has that Fancy. and then um on youtube as well so if you okay. guys are watching on spotify what's up here we are very look at you this is a nice soundboard yeah it's cool You're not messing around no i'm not messing around so you um have been in the city for how long let's start from the beginning yeah, i moved here in 2016 okay uh and i honestly i didn't move here for uh comedy i just moved here to do marketing and like advertising i didn't even i found comedy in 2019 wow really yeah what were you mm -hmm. doing that you found it so my friend asked me to be her maid of honor in her wedding and I wanted to. And give the a, speech was so good that you. Well, I wanted to give a speech. Stop. I wanted to give a good speech. And I was telling my mom this at breakfast. She came. She comes into the city a lot for her job. Okay. We were sitting at breakfast one day, and I was like, "I really want to give like a killer maid of honor speech, but she I feel like, like I you should do an open mic." Well, I was like, "I should take." A, I was like, "I want to take a class," and I was like thinking about maybe a comedy class, and she was like, "Oh my god, you have to do that!" And she literally like grabbed her wallet and like threw it at me across the table, and I was like, "Book it right now!" And I was like, "I need to figure out which one." Like. That's very kind and sweet to offer. Yeah, absolutely. The support really like, kept me going. So then I found the one at the Comedy Cellar, signed up, and I took it uh, with a friend. And I just fell in love with it. I put my first um, showcase on Reddit. 
I'm not a Reddit girl, but she was or is. And I was like, I just like kind of like. Oh, I thought you were her. talking about yourself, by the way. You're like, but she was back in the day. Like you're talking about yourself in three years ago. Oh, but you're talking that's about your hilarious. friend. You're like, but she friend. was yeah, a Reddit yeah. girl. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, no, she got, I just, I don't even, I don't understand Reddit. I like use I my really name. I like too, set up my honest. profile like with my real name. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. But anyways, I put my, my showcase on Reddit and I like, made it to the top of like the Reddit standup page. And it got like all these comments. And I was like, oh, wow, like I could really do this. And I was blacked out for my first. Really? Fully blacked out. Five minutes? Yeah. Just gone. No one. So you just like, took four shots before. Oh, at least I drank like a bottle of champagne. I was taking tequila shots before I went up. I, I had, I, I just like, I was so nervous. So anything yeah, oh to get me up gosh, there. I bet. Yeah. So, uh, but it went well. So then I just started throwing myself into bringers like Dangerfields bringers, uh, open mics. And then it just kind of all like started happening and then the pandemic hit. Uh, and I had luckily already done my industry room at Broadway. So that got me kind of in the loop there. And then Rich uh, Brooks actually reached out to me during the pan- shout out during the pandemic. He was like, Hey, we're going to open the club back up. Like, do you want your spots from what you got from your uh, industry? And I was like, literally I was like, living with my grandmother in Florida. Like I was so lost during the pandemic. I like, I bought a car. I drove to Colorado. I lived out there for a few months. I lived in LA for a few months. I'd say that I Goldilocks my way through the States to see like what, what life- does that mean? Like, you know, in Goldilocks where she's like, this one's too cold. Oh, right, 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 right. And then this one's just right. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. So then which one was just right? New York. York, Of course. Shout out New York. Yeah, shout out New York. So love New York. And uh, he was like, hey, like, you want your spot? And I was like, yes. So I literally, like, planned my life around moving back for, like, a few spots from the industry room, basically. I, like, like, hit up my friends. I was like, who has a room open? My one friend did. She's like, get back here. Um and then I started working at the club. I, I, I kind of got my foot in the door and now I work the door on Mondays. I manage Greenwich Village on Tuesdays. So uh, it kind of worked out. Like I really like just like weaseled my way back into the comedy world. Uh, and here we are. Love so. that. Where were you uh, during the pandemic? You were just, you had been going to a few different places. Yeah. Well, I moved home. Uh, Cause like, I feel like everyone just kind of like yeah, left the city. Yeah. And I kicked myself for leaving. Cause I feel like a lot of people during that time kind of, like if you were like new to the scene or like you, like a lot of people like found themselves in comedy during yeah, the time, right. but whatever I left and I was home in Maryland for like three months and then bought a car and then drove out to Colorado, uh, lived there for like two months. Well, what was out there though that you went out to Colorado? You just had friends who yeah. had graduated that stayed there. Yeah. My one friend had a two bedroom and no one was in the second bedroom and she was like, I mean, I just pay my double rent. Like I don't really care. But like, if you want to come stay with me for sure. And I was like, yeah. And I like bought a Jeep Wrangler. I like, I like oh, went. Lit. Uh, so you're, <laughs> you're like, like the full Colorado. Yeah, yeah. I like was like, this is my life now. I was, mm-hmm. I was very like, you know, New York is dead. I adopted that yeah, mentality. I, not great. We might yeah. have to even cut that part out. I'm Sorry. I know. Those are fighting words. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're back now. Yeah, you're yeah. And I, I take, I mean, I always, I look back, I'm like, what a loser I was thinking that. But um, I thought that. And so I was like, I guess. You thought you were going to like move to Colorado and do yeah. comedy out there? No, I just was like, I guess. Kind of over comedy for a moment. I will hike and like drink tea and oh, yeah. be healthy. Smoke weed. You smoke weed? No, I, I did when I, I went to school out there. Like I thought I was going to like smoke weed and snowboard. And yeah. then I had like a crazy weed induced panic attack. Yeah, like bad. Let's hear it. You want to hear the story? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah why we not? Got time. Okay, so. Uh, it was in 2012. And remember when like they'd... So this is like back before it was legal, right? Or uh, was it yeah. legal? Then? Yeah, okay, it wasn't legal yet. Um, I was in college then too. I was at UConn. 
Oh, okay. Was, like, uh, we got in trouble for smoking weed, so it was not even close to being legal over there. Yeah. And then in the following years, I think medical, and then now it might be fully legal. Okay. Sure yeah. Um, but it wasn't legal at this time. But basically, I was home for the summer before going back out to Colorado for my sophomore year. In Maryland? Yeah. And uh, me and all my friends were talking about 2012 and how the Mayans predicted that the year... Oh, shit. You're, oh, my God. I forgot about yeah, that for a second. Shout out that like, time. And then there was also <laughs> that time, Coney 2012. You remember it that? It was a chaotic time. Yeah. 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 Wow. We were all like, it's a revolution. And yeah. then Coney might still be in the mix. Joseph Coney. You guys remember that? 2012. I forget where, but... Yeah, it's all somewhere blur. in Africa. It's yeah. all I was too worried the world was going to end. So mm-hmm. my solve to that concern was getting so beyond high. I smoked an entire joint and then I finished my friends because she was like so high and she's like, "Here, finish mine." So and I <laughs> and just, you were just in like, what mode? Why would you do that? I just wanted to like black out basically. But pat- <laughs> you had enjoyed smoking weed though up until yeah, that point? up until that point, okay, like okay, I enjoyed. Like, right, I wasn't like a big stoner, but I was like, yeah, like I'll smoke when we're smoking. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna totally. not Hell yeah. pass it over. So I, <laughs> I just ripped through it all, and then suddenly, I look up and I just was like, wait, you guys think that's that's gonna happen? And they were like, well, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but people believe it is, and it might as well because people are going to just start shooting people. Like we all just got in this crazy dark headspace of talking about how like the, the world, it was like the so. purge. We basically like painted the purge 2.0 and we were just going off. And then I just, I lost it. All my friends had left at this point. So it's just me and my one friend in my house and I have an Island in my kitchen and like my heart rate was so high that I was like, I feel like if I don't move, I'm going to, it's good. My brain, I your parents hit. weren't around at this time. Though? No, my mom was away on business. My sister was home, but you, it was at your family house. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was just me and my sister, my friend. And, uh, and so I'm walking around the Island. Just, I've probably lapped this thing like 400 <laughs> times. I'm like, my friend's looking at me like you're insane. And I'm like, yeah, I, I feel insane. And then I was like, I'm going to call 911. And she was oh, like, don't no. do that. Yeah. I'm like, with just, your friend right yeah, now. She was like, Tori, you're just really high. Like, don't do that. And I was like, my heart's going to explode. Like it really, I've never to this day, I've, my heart rate has never been that high ever. It was, it was like a rabbit being chased by a fox. It was, were you out of breath? Did it feel like you had been running for a while or it was just like your, your just heart like, kept yeah, palpitating? That palp- just, ex- yeah, just not even out of breath. Just like my heart was just insane. The heart rate was, I, you know, if I, I wish I had like a monitor. One of those freaking things. That, it would have been like, you're dead. Um, <laughs> you're <gonna laughs> Not die. alive. But I even like wanted to go for a walk and she's like, just stay in the house. And then finally it was like 3 a.m. at this point and I go wake my sister up. And Well, what time had you started freaking out from and to wake like up your sister at 3? One. And she's your older sister? Yeah. Okay. And she had work in the morning. Uh, she was home. She was like, doing PA work in DC for a while before, cause she lives here in the city now. She's older, but uh, I wake, I, I, I go into her room and I just, I'm like, Taylor, I'm not okay. And she was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> and then I get into her bed and I grab her hand and I put it on my heart so she could understand like why I was waking her up. And she immediately sat up and she was like, whoa, like what the fuck? And I was like, I am so high. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're an idiot. This is just straight like weed. This yeah. wasn't like laced as with anything. As far as I know. Or, or, yeah, as far or, as I'm or, concerned. Or so we continue this with the story. Yeah, I yes. think I just smoked so much and got in such a dark headspace that I just was like, this is it. Um, I couldn't talk myself down. So finally she's like, take a cold shower and just like go lay down somewhere. And I was like, all right, fine. I go, I take a cold shower. First ever like enjoyable cold shower. Enjoyable? Really? 
I mean, I, it was it, it was necessary. So it was like yes. very like transactional. Like I need to just feel something yes, else. Mix, figure out the yeah. personality um, change. I took a cold shower and then I put on like a full sweatsuit and I still remember it so vividly. And I let my wet hair like fall down the back of my sweatshirt, which is like normally the worst feeling ever. But in that moment, it was like weirdly calming. And then I curled up on this shitty Ikea couch in this like area upstairs that we never sit on. It was like the couch that it's like a joke, you know, like the shitty one that's just kind of there. And it was literally felt like cardboard, but I just curled up on it and I just went to bed and I just was like, please just wake up feeling normal. That's yeah. all I wanted. Oh, man. And I woke Been up there. and I felt fucked up. Really? Yeah. How many hours later did you wake up after uh, 3 a.m.? I probably woke up at like eight. Aye. And I just was like, what just happened? And then I was like, I don't even want to go back to school feeling like this. Like I had like crazy anxiety. How from old that. were you at this time? I was like 20, 19. Yeah, I, was nine, I guess I was 19 because it was my sophomore year of college. And uh, yeah, I was all jacked up. I was like still convinced the Mayans were right because it hadn't happened yet. Like the date was like 12, 12, whatever the fuck, 12. No, 12, 25. 12, 12, 12, 12, no? I was like. 12, 25 would have been. Maybe it was 12, 12, 12. Smash. I think it would probably yeah, be 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. So I was like still like, I think, I mean, like if the dinosaurs got taken out, like. Why wouldn't us? Right? That's, that's where my mind was. I was like, it happened to the dinosaurs. Yeah. You never know. And you haven't smoked weed since this point? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I've like, Dabble. I would take, I would get like weed gummies from like uh, the dispensaries in Colorado and like I would drink a glass of wine and then have like a weed gummy to like okay. level set. But then after a while, I was like, why am I drug, like, why am I drinking to drug myself? Like, <laughs> there's no point here. So eventually, now I don't touch it. But uh, yeah, actually, I had to like see a therapist because I was all jacked up. Wow. How I was many all, days do you feel like that for though? I felt weird for like six months. Really? No. Yeah, but I'm oh so grateful gosh. for it because I never, I never appreciated anxiety. Like I would judge people. My sister has anxiety and like she would get all stressed out and I'd be like, what a fucking loser. Like, ah, she's getting stressed. Like, oh, she's having a pain. She should just attack. smoke. Yeah. Well, and I just was That's like, what you're thinking. I, I would not. I just was judgy. I was like, oh, anxiety. Like, Where'd your sister go to college? Uh, SMU. Okay. Is yeah. that a party school too? Yeah. Southern Methodist druggy, University. A lot of money there. She was not that. That's not her vibe at all. She went to school, like, up, like in, she went to boarding school, like in, um, like New England. So it's like more her type, but. Like Chote. It's called Hotchkiss. Oh, that's basically, I think, like Chote. It's all the same. Right? To me. Like Hotchkiss is very fancy. Or it so is I've fancy. Heard of, or, or so I've heard. But she's more of that vibe. Uh, I didn't go to boarding school. I stayed in my hometown. But, uh, <sighs> but yeah, no, long story short, I was all fucked up. I had to see a therapist. But now I, like, appreciate and understand anxiety more and i think yeah. i needed to go through that i think i went through a quarter life crisis because i had to like break down dying i'd be like oh like i'm gonna die one day did you, you know <laughs> did you call, end up calling the hospital or no no, no luckily i didn't which would have been honestly for the story it would have been great yeah it would have been good Wouldn't i'm glad good, i did like, wrap up here with that story sorry and yeah. then i called the cops yeah we didn't end the story but basically <laughs> long story short oh but it's, it actually does end really funny i uh so fast forward to 12 12 12 I'm home for Thanksgiving or fast forward to the day. You know, the, yeah, whatever. This day the world's supposed I'm to home, end. I'm home on school break and it's just me and my mom. And suddenly the lights cut out and I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, this is kind of weird. And then like we look outside and like the sky is lighting up. And we're like, this is on 12, 12, 12. If you Google, Cap. if you, if you YouTube an Apple's apocalypse, it all comes up. But basically, Annapolis Apocalypse? Yeah, it's called Annapolis Apocalypse. You can put it into YouTube. 
it comes up. But basically, like, the whole sky was lighting up. Everyone lost power. All right, I'm popping it up right here so we know what Tori's talking about. Okay, it's cool. It's right here. You're describing it. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to do that? Yeah, I'm popping it up. Okay, cool. It was crazy. And then everyone's on, like, I went on Twitter, and everyone's like, world's ending. And, like, I thought it was my friends from Colorado tweeting it. So I had a, like, I didn't even, like, I was so panicked that I didn't even think to be like, let me make sure this is the right Elizabeth. You know, I just was like, Elizabeth. And then I was like, that's my friend in Colorado. And I was like, so we, like, just kind of panicked. My mom just started drinking scotch. She's like, I'm just going to pour a glass of scotch. No. So she was convinced too? She was kind of like spooked, but she like, instead of like panicking, she was like, I'm pouring some scotch, like whatever. And I just kind of like sit with it. And then eventually we got our power back and everything was fine. But I couldn't help but like be like, this is it. 12, 12. It's such an interesting time. I can't remember the last time I thought about that. When we right? when we legitimately, as a society, thought the world could end. Yeah. And there were other yeah. events on that Mayan calendar that I think oh, yeah. gave it credit. I can't remember what else, though. Honestly, if you think about like the Mayans in general, the whole thing is hilarious. Like, what about what about them? Just like they like dug caves them. and ate chocolate. Like, yeah, and they like, like did art. Yeah, if you just think about anything in depth, you're like, really? Like that was a time. Like those are people. They were eating know. chocolate too. Big chocolate people. Big they drank chocolate it. People. They loved drank their chocolate. Yeah. Oh, like chocolate fondue. Mm -hmm. I'm a dark chocolate person since I'm vegan. Oh, I can you're rare, vegan. I can How rarely have, have vegan chocolate. Um, well, like four weeks ago. For the first time, I slipped up and ate chicken because I ordered from a place called Plant Based Pizza. And on the menu, there were buffalo wings. Uh -huh. So I ordered them. I bit into it and I was like, this is probably chicken. So I ate it. But that was the first time I lapsed in like two and a half years. So I've been Did you eat all for of like it? You bit years. into it and you're like, mm, no, no, no. I'm I, going ate it all. I ate it all, Terry. Yeah. Knowing. I felt bad knowing. I was 80% sure when I was eating it that it was chicken. So was I there felt no bad. bone? I've told everyone. There was no, no there bone? Was, yeah, there was, there was. So it's like obvious. It wasn't that obvious because, like, with the with the buffalo wings, sometimes they have stuff that looks like the bone. So it's okay. like hey, twenty percent. This is vegan. Were you just alone? Like, I was alone. Yeah. How many? Hungry. How many years of uh, veganism down the drain? After that, <laughs> yeah. two and a half years. Well, but the That's first time, but the first time I went vegan, that was the first time I had broken it. Why are you vegan? Um, well, I had pretty invasive jaw surgery. Oh, yeah. So I had my jaw broken in like three places. I had depleting gum line on one side. So my jaw was growing a little bit further out. It happens more in females than males, uh -huh. like TMJ. So I didn't have like really bad TMJ. You, you familiar with TMJ? Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. So I didn't have it really bad, but my one side of my jaw was going to continuously keep growing and my face was already like a little... Not like oh. fully crooked, but like a little, yeah, a little crooked. So the, um, the surgeon just like replaced my jaw. Got it. And uh, from like that point to like six weeks out, I couldn't eat anything. Like, did uh, you lose a lot of weight? Squishy. Yeah, I lost like twenty pounds probably. It's a lot. Yeah. Do you work out? Though. Yeah, I do. Were you upset? A lot. Yeah, yeah, I was upset, but I knew that like I this is something that I needed to do, and for like two or three months. I just needed to like figure out how to because I couldn't like talk. I couldn't even communicate. I broke up with my girlfriend like two weeks after this surgery. And like my face is like this. I was like, I just can't do anything. Were you sad? It was crazy. You, like you had to break up with her because you're well, like, I can't I, engage. <laughs> like we can't well, talk, like, so let's yeah, not and do I, this. And I think that like it was. Was she down it was with it? She's like, well, not my problem. No, well, I think she was, well, she was upset. She was okay. upset. But like it, it was leading to that point. I think like me getting surgery and me not being able to talk was like the icing on the cake. Okay. I was like, look, this already, you know, is yeah. difficult. And now I cannot even fucking talk. So how long had you been dating difficult. for? About about a year. Okay. Or so she was knew, she was though? a good amount younger than me, yeah. Okay. I knew. How old are you? I am thirty one as okay. of like last week. Happy birthday. Thank you. How does it feel? Eh, I feel thirty. And okay. like guys, I feel like getting this kind of age, maybe like we've 
feel a few years younger, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, what I are feel you, like, like you're 28. I'm 29, but I feel like, like yeah, men. Your 30s are just kind of like a another throwaway decade. Like 20s, another throwaway. I think 20s are 20, for sure throwaways. 20s, yeah, we're for 30s, sure. 30s, I think for men, is still kind of throwaway. Yeah, you know. And and, then, and people wouldn't. Look, I feel like it wouldn't be so weird if I dated like <laughs> I don't want to age myself. If I dated like a 24 year old, yeah, I don't be think like be whatever. I'd be like, yeah, she's kind of young. Maybe you won't vibe on certain levels or things. Yeah, but like I think emotionally, men are definitely like more in that headspace. <laughs> but like females and males are kind of at the same age when like females get are mature younger. Yeah. So I'd say like a tw maybe like a 25 year old woman is the same maturity wise, like 28 or 29 year old man. Yeah. Kinda. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Do you date older men? Um, if you don't mind me asking, no, are you, are you single? I am. Okay. And I, like, I don't really date, honestly. Like, Neither do I. I ain't got time for that shit. We're comedy. Literally, it's, Cause honestly, I would wake up the next morning hungover and likely maybe I didn't want to go out and I don't want to say waste that time, but like spend that time totally. with somebody who like yeah. I'm not fully committed to. It's doing really that. hard. I mean, I also, I stopped drinking in March, so. Oh, wow. Mm. Good for you. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks. I'm not, so such, I'm not such a drinker myself, but uh -huh. like when I do drink is probably once a month and then I'll have like four to six drinks. So like I'll get yeah. pretty turned. Like if totally. I'm drinking, I'm drinking. drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I just, I would joke that I would ruin my life quarterly. Like I'd have like every four months I'd just like burn it all down or like three months. Yeah. Why? It just would be like my cadence. Like it wasn't even on purpose. I would just like, I was good. Like I'd have a glass, I'd have two, I'd have two or three, whatever for a while. And then it would just like one night I would just be like three bottles of wine. Let's do this. And then do some stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, did you have an instance where you were like, all right, I yeah. don't remember what happened last oh, night. Yeah. Like stupid stuff. I've blacked out a million times. This was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Basically, I mean, I joke about it on stage a ton. So this is, I mean, it's hilarious. And I think it's. I think it's ridiculous, but basically, uh, like I've done a million things, but, uh, this one, it was just shameful. Like I was at a bachelorette and naturally you black out at bachelorettes. It's like the point of a bachelorette. And I woke up, where was it? Dallas. Um, and I woke up and it was like 4am. I had a, had a flight at like 7am. Oh, My luggage is everywhere. Like I was violent. I just felt like horrible. And then I, I like looked at my phone and I had just texted an ex like all this stuff and I just was sitting and there. And you really didn't remember doing it? Nah, and no oh recollection. And I just, I just was, it was like this moment sitting in an Airbnb in Dallas with my life felt like in shambles. And I just was like, this is just a cherry on top of like, I just, I don't need to do this anymore. Like I'm like, I don't ever want to feel this way. I never want to feel this way again. And this was March? Yeah. So that was the... That, that was, was the, the that was the cherry on, and I was like, you know what, I'm done, and I was like, I'm not gonna drink into my friend's wedding, which is in April. So I took off that time, but in the in like during that time, I like I read a bunch of books. Like Andrew Ginsberg has been super helpful with uh, my sobriety. He suggested he loves seltzers. Yeah, yeah. He suggested a book called um, "The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober" by Catherine Gray, and I read that, and I was wow. like, no, oh, this is incredible. Like I was like, everything it was talking about was like, and you spot read this on. before your friend's wedding in April. Yeah. I got, I literally decided to not drink. I downloaded all the apps. Um, I am sober. I downloaded a reframe and then I read this book. Um, Unexpected joy of being sober. Uh, shout out Ginsburg for Which that. You'd recommend very highly. Yeah. And it really just like, I was like, Holy shit, what am I doing? Like, why am I drinking? Like, I mean, I just started drinking when I was 16. Like I never really thought twice about it, but the book, it just kind of like makes you really understand everything. And I, did sober January um, in 2020, but then the pandemic hit and I drank my way through the pandemic. Like my mom and I would get cases of wine and just go through a bottle a night easy. 
Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I made it through my friend's wedding sober and I was like, oh, that's the first wedding I didn't black out at and didn't do anything stupid at. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then. But that must have been difficult though, like a month into making this full-time decision and then seeing all of your friends. This is like a big test for you, no? Big test. But the thought of wanting to reach out to someone from my past, like the thought of like getting drunk and being like, oh, I miss him. Like just, I was like, ew, like that's not me. I don't feel that way sober. Why do I feel that way drunk? And I just was like. How long had you been dating that person, by the way? Uh, Not that long. It was like a pandemic relationship. So, and, but he was someone from my past. That but something I, that you, but the thing that you said to him, were you relatable with it at all? Like when you woke up or were you like, oh, maybe that makes sense? Or? It was things that had upset me when we like parted ways so, that I buried for like the last like two years. It was oh, things so that like I just like. Stuff that came out. Yeah. It was just things that I was like, I don't care about this. I'm not going to ever feel this way again. And then, cause I'm very stubborn and I just never talked to him really again after we parted ways. And then recently he had reached out and like it all just kind of like like loosened up all the things that I had like and then when hammered you were, and down, then when you, you were know? drunk, like it fully And then out. it just was like everything that I, I was like really fuck hurt that by. about alcohol. Fuck right? that. Like it should just make you a little bit loose and like fun right? and flirty. It shouldn't make you text your ex. Right. It was like, all, it was like Pandora's box of demons. I was like, okay. All right. Here and it then is. they kind of flew out. Here and it I was is, like, Steven. He didn't need to see any of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he did apologize, which is really like kind of nice. I woke up the next day and like for a while like i didn't hear back and i was like i don't even care if i hear back like this is I was kind of unhinged for me to say all of that and then he just was like i'm really sorry and i was like that's validating that's nice are you in the dating apps uh i just re-downloaded hinge like a month ago and i am so like i i stopped for like a year and now i'm just like i don't know why i know why i didn't i didn't do this like this is so lame to me it's pretty lame it's so lame <laughs> i'm like why am i on this well have you met anyone doing comedy like has anyone seen you and been like oh you're cute and then message you type no would you see someone who would uh come to a show and uh slide in your dms like that do you find that to be weird or um, endearing depends on who it is yeah, and why I they're think, at the show yeah i agree yeah there's so many elements i've only ever had one person ask my number when I was working at Broadway and I just was like, I have a Well, boyfriend. but he saw your set? Yeah, but he was Did you have a, a boyfriend or no? No. Do girls lie about that all the time? Always. I've always. Always? I, whenever someone asks me I thought girls and I'm freaking not have boyfriends. It, I just say, I don't, I have a boyfriend. And my favorite is nine times out of 10, they're like, well, how serious is it? One guy, <laughs> and then you better have a ring, right? No, then I'm, then I have to like fabricate my fake boyfriend even further being like, it's really serious. Like one guy goes, oh, you, you want to have two? And I was like, what? Like the amount of times. What'd you say? I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't even have one. <laughs> I really don't need two. You're like, maybe you, you want one now. Yeah, no. No. Not right now. When's the last time you had a boyfriend? Oh, was that like March or the guy before that? Um, That was like the pandemic. It's been a long time. It's been a long time for me too. Yeah. It's hard out there. Yeah. You know, especially when like the thing that we want to do is like go out and um, tell jokes, perform and tell <laughs> jokes at night. You know, and this is a time when a lot of people go out on dates. Yeah. Coffee dates, I would think could become fun for me. But like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go out and no. have coffee. What would you do on a uh, first date, though, since you don't drink? I haven't been on a first date sober yet. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I guess I would go get food. I would go get brunch. I like walking. Yeah, walking's nice. I love walking. We go for a walk. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go for a walk. That's nice. Uh -huh. Yeah. I guess walking. I sound so lame. Like, like no, yeah, I know. I'm like, single. what do people who <laughs> what, what do people who are sober uh, do? You want to walk? Walk. Uh, get coffee. And it's now it's cold, so I'm like, yeah, I don't want to walk. Cold. And I, I hate I hate 
forced interactions. Like I, I'd like to be with someone that I already know. You know, is that so hard to ask for? No. <laughs> That's how like our grandparents met each other. They were yeah. like, oh, you're going to love Lucy up the block. Yeah, All right, exactly. I guess she's my wife for the next 80 years. I read Aziz Ansari's modern dating book uh, back when he rolled that out years and years ago. But uh, it, it made the points where like back then, like you just date who was in your town or like your uncle's sibling or like whatever. Yeah, like your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> your cousin. <laughs> yeah, you got your cousin, your sister. Do you have, do you have any roommates? <laughs> no, no. I, uh. Got a one bedroom and I'm thriving in it. Took me a while, but it's so nice. Took you a while, what? Set it up? Tor- just torrify living, it? Just living with roommates for so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. I respect the roommate people, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very getting much. I like having my own space. I'm a little nervous about this winter, though, because it's like when I'm, but if I'm not out, I'm, I'm home in my sweats and I'm happy about that. I feel you. Yeah. Hopefully like, those pipes will be, uh, hopefully those pipes will be warm. The, the, the amount of times I hear about burst pipes yeah. in New York. Yeah. It ain't no joke. So is New York going to be the end place for you and all be all? Live here forever? Yeah, forever. In my mind, yes yeah i love this city there's when i leave i'm like this is boring i'm bored like i have a friend that <laughs> just moved up <laughs> upstate and i whenever i'm there i'm like this is boring upstate sounds boring you um, know what's interesting also i've seen like some um female comedians and on like their dating profiles they put nothing about stand-up comedy do you have like a picture of you with a microphone yeah i, I like to that's who i am it's what totally. i care about it's really all i care about so uh, I guess I could be like more honestly I just on, this conversation makes me want to delete my hinge right now oh, it's really? so I'm so come uh, on why uh, it's just it's just not good it's just not has not been good my hinge profile is literally just a promo to come to the Ted Jones comedy show I was crazy. thinking yeah, to was actually thinking use that. it as a way to put butts in seats yeah that's all I do like the, actually, first, the first thing the first picture is like a picture of me and Jim Gaffigan here I'll get it I'll get yeah, it okay, yeah. there should we should do like a singles actually that sounds lame like a about like a comedy show where that's I bring all the game. get the men that I collect and you bring all the women that you collect all right. that would actually be kind of a funny yeah, idea yeah. like a bachelorette okay, comedy show I'll, I'll pop it up here hopefully it'll get kicked off the hinge but yo love sue us if I oh knew. look at those boobs okay you should that's, definitely that's from, a, that's from a girl it's not talking about my page okay <laughs> um all right look okay so this is this is my profile uh-huh okay Wait. go to view go yeah. to yeah yeah here view I'm popping it up right here. Like, you guys can see it. Can we like say how yeah, I feel yeah. about talk, it? Yeah, yeah. Tell us how you feel it's about it. It's a blurry it. photo. That's yeah, but blurry. it's Jim Gaffigan. It's a okay, cool photo. Yeah, but no one knows that. No girl, unless she's like a real comedy freak, she's not going to know that well, that's Well, you know Jim. it, right? Are you impressed? Um, I can't really tell shit. that's Jim. All right, I guess we have to change my main so goddamn photo of picture that I've had for over, three years. Overweight man's hand. Okay. okay, next picture. Okay, okay. Uh, Ted Jones <laughs> Comedy Show, DM me. Nice. Do you get a lot of DMs? Yeah. That's good. You're Is there. that why you have 5,000 followers? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I, need more, I need more DMs. Yeah. You're in a bathtub. Is that a John and his camera photo? That is. Love well, John. Nice shout out love John, John and his seat. So you look shout very good in that photo. Thank you. Love that. I love the promo for the That's moxie. straight up. Right? It's a great lineup. Thank oh, you. It's fun. I have to come by. You were supposed to do the, our show on the 24th, but you're not going to be here. Yeah. So we'll get you in January. Thank you. I'm of excited. Course, of Love course. the stand. And look, it's freaking, I go crazy for life. I like I'm that. simple. And then the pants are a little tight here. A little Which tight. Which one? Jeans? Yeah. yeah, I'm a tight pants guy. Okay. Those well, yeah, are let really, them know. in particular, let them know really early. tight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got more, te- you love your comedy show. This, this is, Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's just a full ad. Yeah, no, I like it. I mean, as long if you're getting butts and seats, this is worth it. 
Have you gone on dates from Hinge? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah, they're fine. I'm also on Raya, but I'm letting my membership expire in a few Is days. Is it expensive? Well, I have been on it, no joke, for six years. Oh, wow. You so were an early I, adopter. Yeah, so I my membership fee is like $9.99. And now okay. I'm seeing it's like $39.99. But my membership and is about to. You're gonna let it go. About to end. I might let it go. Like no joke, in six days, I think. Are you gonna miss it? But yeah, a little bit. But like, look how long I've matched girls for. Like 2016. Wow. You know, so it's been a long. I like time. that her photo was just boobs. Yeah, she's a, <laughs> she's a good friend of mine now. But yeah, her photo is just straight. Oh boobs. wow, that's hilarious! You guys are good friends. You're friends. That's I mean, funny. we hooked up once, but like uh-huh. now we're friends. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, we're friends. We're friends. We're That's, friends. I like that. I think it's important. I have. I'm friends with people that I I matched with on Hinge. Go on one date, make out once, and then yeah, I'm like, yeah, we're yeah, homies yeah. now. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and she's very I, successful. I like matching people that are Only successful fans. and smart and interesting. That's like my go-to with Hinge. It's like I hate that there's this like pressure to date where it's like it'd be cool if we could yeah. just match. Based off of like, there like, should be a friend app. Yeah, like or but just. I don't a, think people would take it seriously though if yeah. guys and girls matched. You know, like how can you expect to have just a friendship? Like that would have to well, be the, uh, the fine print. Well, no, it'd be cool just to be like just generic matching of like. So let's say like we're in comedy, yeah, and yeah. there oh, should yeah, be like yeah. if you're in some sort of creative field, kind of like Soho House, which is like you know super hoity toity blah, but like if it was like you know get the be in the creative industry to be in there so if it was some sort of like you have to be in the creative field to join this app and it's a way to just network and connect with someone of the opposite sex i guess it could be of the same but then um, just having some sort of driving force to be like connect and then i've, I've heard of this uh, new one called the field have you heard of this no you, like, are match, you playing the field you, yeah you match with like your sexual kinks with another person That's so like weird. you can be like poly- polygram that's how do you say not it? Sorry. my alley monogamous polygamous you can be like a polygamous you can be like really into kinky stuff okay, i like have heard about that at comedy like shows that. yeah so like some people are fully using that i think that's a that's definitely a newer one and then grinder went public uh either oh, today really? or yesterday 2.1 billion dollars wow shout out grinder yeah shout out i just thought doing that <laughs> shout out grinder weird, now it's like a joke I i'm not gonna say it again but what Shout out. I keep saying shout out. No, you're good. They deserve Thanks. a shout out. They just went public. I ke- well, I keep saying it for everything. That was just the third time. It was like the eighth. No, it was third. You're good. <laughs> okay. Tori, so what else is up? Oh, uh, what else What is else up? is up? What you didn't tell us up? what's coming up in uh, the oh, beginning right. of 2023. Oh, right. That was the question. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we left you we here We went alone. on a real tangent. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, no. Because when we started talking about dating, you're like, you want to find a man? And I was like, I don't <laughs> want a man. Uh, yeah, I'll be turning 30 in March. Let's so go. That's a big. Uh, March what? Second. Okay. My grandmother's birthday is March uh, 2nd. I mean, first. And my ex girlfriend, Caroline, who I get along great with. Okay. You guys are still friends. Her uh, birthday is March 1st. Yeah. We're still friends. She's married. Nice. But we're still friends. Very nice. Yes. That's the weird thing about this age is like people get married. You're like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. I bet like a lot of your friends are getting Mm -hmm. married. You have the bachelorette party in Dallas. Yeah, I had that. That she got married in April. I've got some weddings coming up next year. I'm excited for her, but. Overall, weddings are like, mm. but anyways, coming up next year, I'm excited for, I guess, turning 30, that milestone. I'd like to, you know, just keep doing stand up in new places, you know, hopefully that's the dream. Um, and the places that I'm at now, grateful for them. Um, I don't know. I'm really every year in comedy. It's a, it's so cool. I'm sure you feel this way where like every year you look back, you're like, damn, like I've really come a long way or I changed this or I have these new jokes or like I just love the year over year, you know. So I'm looking forward to just next year, like, you know, continuing that. 
growth. Um, the friendships I've made in this community, I'm beyond grateful for. I think it's like, you know, you, I'm sure you find yourself in conversations with just like in, in green rooms and you're like, that was really funny. It's like, yeah, we're comedians. But, but sometimes it just feels like you're talking to your friends. And you're like, oh yeah, like we're all really quick witted and funny. And um, I, it's like, I don't, I don't know if I take it for granted, but it's like you're in those settings. You're like, oh wow. Like we're really cool people. That's interesting. You say that. Cause I, I find that for 95% of the people that I know who are comedians in New York city, like I don't text, you know, like the only time I would see them is if I'm like out at a mm -hmm. comedy club or maybe I'm walking on the street and it'd be like a stop and say what up. But like anytime it's like never awkward, you yeah. know, like in school, like 95% of the people I don't talk to, but like if I were to be in a room with them, like it wouldn't be as comfortable as like, like you said, a green room or mm -hmm. something like that. But yeah, you're right. Everyone kind of, um, knows each other's faces and people get along well. It's a really Unless close you have like serious night. beef. Yeah. Which I don't know why you would. I don't even know of much beef. I'm sure there is, but I've been really grateful for, you know, the people I've come across and the communities I'm in. And I call it like my class, you know, like there's different classes of comedy and I really like my class. Um, we're doing, I just really believe in all of us and it's just cool to watch us all grow together in our totally. own way. Are so. you uh, putting together an hour or 30 minutes or something? Uh, the next goal will be 30. I'm at like 20 right now. Um, but yeah, I would love to film 30 with like another person and put on a show like something like uh, that. Do like an hour? Uh, yeah. You should. Just with one other Why person. Why don't you? I, I should. I mean, I have a show right now called Joke Lab, as I yes. mentioned to you. It's monthly. Um, just keep that going. Uh, I want to kick off another show. Uh, just getting out there. I want to start a mic. I really want to, you know, I, I feel like that'd be a cool way to keep the community going. And I think it'd be fun to have a mic that's, you know, for the next class up in a way where it's like not, you know, I guess obviously I want to be inclusive for everyone, but definitely kinda, like a little exclusive. Because Some people get a little bit like, ew, mics, but it's like, it'd be cool if it was all your friends that have been doing it for a while. They're just polishing new jokes. And or, you can actually do like time on it. Yeah. I, I haven't been to a mic in a few months, but I remember like there were times when there would just be so many people you can't even do five minutes on it, you know? Yeah, or no one's listening, yeah, you know? Yeah, no one really So it's cares. like, if it's people that you care about and it's like you know they're like trying to polish something or you got a show coming, I just, I, I don't know, I would like to market it in a cool way. Like eye candy, or yeah, is it eye candy? Fucking whatever, some some mic called candy something. It's great and it's, <laughs> and it's marketed really well and it looks cool and they always have a, like I want to like try and make mics cool again type vibe Not right make hats too make mics cool. cool a lot again. of merch involved <laughs> yeah i like that idea all right cool thanks um <laughs> what was i just gonna what are you say? excited for um what am i excited for yeah, i'd say just the new year I'm, I'm enjoying what i'm doing now with the podcast the vlog the comedy show stuff doing some sketches looks good yes thank you i appreciate yeah, that it looks really I have a good lot of, i have a lot of fun putting that together um, and it's just, a, it's a little different. I find yeah. that like, I'm kind of mixing the everyday vlog stuff to the comedy shows, to the podcasts, you know, putting everything together, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. asking you to come on here and then asking you to do the comedy show. So just kind of meshing everything, Fun. everything together. I like that. You know? Do you have a day job? No, this is it. Ted Jones oh. world. This is it. This is the freaking. this is the day and night this job. This is amazing. Thank I've you. Goals. So goals. I used to, uh, I used to work in my dad's company in real estate for like six years. And then okay. I started doing this full time, um, two years ago in April. Okay. Full time. Two years ago in April. That's amazing. Is your dad in the city? Or yeah. My dad has a real estate company in the city. So I used to work as a property manager. Yeah. I see my parents probably like once a week, actually. That's Both so my nice. parents live here and my sisters as well. So I try and see all of them like once a week. Amazing. And Everyone my, gets along? Yeah. My parents are divorced though. Uh -huh, so but they, they get still along? get along. Yeah. 
That's a dream. It's great. My yeah. parents are divorced and they hate each other. Really? They hate each other? I'll take, I shouldn't say that. But yeah. they don't get along and they don't talk. So. And you're just like the middle woman? Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, they don't need to ever be connected. So. Like, I used to have a joke where I'd be like, when I was growing up, my parents would use the kids to talk. Like, my dad would call me up. He'd be like, hey, Tori, tell your mom it's her turn to get you from school tomorrow. And that she's a slut now. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, like, like stuff like that growing up, like, you know, right? he wouldn't use the kids to talk. But uh, no, it is it is what it is now. So Okay. So the next thing we're looking for from you is December 15th show, correct? Yeah. Well, I don't, so, take, I don't want to cannibalize from your show. Well, you can have some. Go ahead. That's so kind. It. Yeah, you yeah. We have the joke lab at the Late Late in the Lower East Side. On and then come December over 15th. to the Moxie after. I yes. think we're going to have a bumping after party. Okay, amazing. That's fine because Nina's got buy me dinner for us at Sauce. I got the late late. So we're going to have a whole army of people. We got to just Squad. put them Hot somewhere. chicks, hot dudes, hot comedy. Yeah, if you're single, you're going to find someone. Or if you're not, <laughs> come. Yeah, just bring, come bring look at hot party. people. Look at hot people. Come look at hot people. Yeah, Nina's show had a lot of hot people there. I know, it was funny. It was funny. And it just smelled like cheese in there. Straight <laughs> cheese. It was like, you. I'm not really a cheese person, obviously, because no. I'm vegan. Oh, right. V's. What do you miss it. the most? Vegan cheese. What do you miss? Potentially pizza. pizza. Potentially. Really? Not even? Like, you can't even commit to saying it. You just say potentially? Yeah. Do you feel like uh, you're doing your part for the world? Absolutely. I'm trying to change the world one step at a time. What's your favorite vegan food item? Maybe like a French fries. Okay. French fries. So I can be normal and like say French fries. But also I eat a lot of fruit. Okay. Cashews. Do you feel better being vegan? Yeah. I'm like kind of, whenever I talk to someone that's vegan, I'm like, should I be vegan? Yeah. Try it. Sober and vegan. Yeah. Oh my God. Might be a little much. Untouchable. But I dabble in Whole30. I always feel good when I do that. The shit's that. It's like no dairy, no grains. Oh, oh, oh that okay. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but what's the what's the diet where you can eat bacon and cheese? That's keto. I, yeah, you're it's not a doing joke. that. No, no, okay, no, good. no. That's a lie. Keto's like a lie. Cheesy bu- uh, bacon strips. Yeah, no, they're uh, that's so it's dumb. vegan. So it if you want to try, people. you let me know. Also, a lot of places near you, I think, would probably be vegan. Probably. If you look at like the Uber Eats thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I did go vegan in college for a while because I watched like uh, Vegucated and like Food Inc. and all that, and uh-huh. I got really sad about the way animals are treated how long were you vegan for like a month what happened i just kind of gave up it was like kind of expensive it was also harder probably in Colorado. yeah yeah and like especially at that time yeah in college it was hard like i was trying to like buy my own food i was like dining like, hall and stuff yeah i was eating like peanut butter and jelly that's it well so. now there are a lot more options and for everybody yeah. living in new york city you check seamless you check uber eats and there are a ton of options yeah. for vegan meals have you ever heard that if you help a chick crack its egg, it can't come out or it'll die immediately? It makes sense. So I got to I gotta crack ready, my own way out. Let I'm paying my dues right on. now. It's, it's you know, we're grinding. But uh, so I think I'm just looking forward. Next year's more growth. And I'm trying to write more. I have a blog. I um, Shout out. A website. Shout out. Deserves a shout oh, out. Oh, it's you know, ToriCole.com. Oh, It's just lit. my name. T-O-R-E-Y-C-O-L-E.com. So Cole's um, your last name. Yeah. I thought it could have been your middle name, but okay. No, good to know. Yeah. But, uh, it's a good stage name. I, uh, I've had a blog off and on for years and I finally just put out my first post on Sunday and I put it on my Instagram story thinking I'd get like a few likes or maybe someone be like, that nah, was good. But I had like 28 people respond. Wow. And people texting me. That's amazing. It and felt really what, good. What do you write about? So the first post was just basically a post about posting. I was like, Hey guys, like, I'm going to be posting, but I wanted it to be good. You know, like, I don't want to be like, Oh, I'm going to be posting. Like, this is my accountability post. So I posted in like, um, 
I want to make it like a two, three minute read because I don't, no one's going to be like, oh, like maybe five minutes max. But right, it was I just like that. a three minute read, just kind of coming up being like, I want to bring back the blog. And then I, I kind of got a nugget of like, my mantra in life is nothing matters. Nobody knows what they're doing and we're all going to die. And I, and I really like that message. I think it's liberating. I think it pushes you to do what you want to do and just kind of let go of the bullshit because it's true. I mean, I've gone through my own personal experiences where I was like really convinced that I was like going to die and I just like, couldn't get out of my head with that. But it's like, if you spin it in a way where it's liberating and it's like, yeah, you're only here for a short amount of time, just go live. Um, so I had that in there and like just a few other like elements that I wanted to kind of get out. Um, so that way it wasn't just a total like throwaway where I'm like, thanks for reading. I'm going to be writing. Um, but yeah, like I'm excited. It got me excited to hold myself accountable to putting it out there on Sundays. And then, you know, some people reached out being like, Oh, like you're going to write a book. And that is really my dream is to write a book that becomes a movie or a sitcom. Um, but it kind of was like the first start to like getting myself to do that. So you were talking about like the first time you really thought you were going to die when you smoked too much weed. You said you've had more experiences. What do you mean? Uh, I mean, I've had like a few like close calls. I feel like everyone has, I don't know. Like I've been in a car with a drunk driver. Uh, he like went off the road and, um, it wasn't like the, we ended up hitting a mailbox and not a tree, which the tree was very close by. Uh, so that was really intense. But anyways, like, I feel like we've all had our moments where you look back and you're like, ah, that wasn't good. You totally. Know? Um, so, you know, I think we all can relate to that in a way. And it's like, it's terrifying, but it's also like, well, there's a reason we're still here and you know, it's cool. It's like, sometimes I think about that time and I'm like, oh, I feel like I've got like the second chance at life sometimes. So not to be dramatic. Like, And I'm also like starting comedy almost on a whim from a bachelorette yeah. or from a wedding speech. Totally. It definitely was, uh, I kind of tripped into it, but it was, it's everything that I love. And it's like, wait, how did I not find this sooner? This is truly every element of life that I... Do you do theater as a kid? No. Really? Yeah. Do I seem like a theater kid? No. But yeah. I was just wondering if you did any sort of performing. I did nothing. Sports? I did yeah, yeah. I played sports. What sport? Uh, lacrosse and field hockey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, UConn had great lacrosse and field hockey teams. Yeah. We won I the played... national championship. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very cool. We were good. I played club in college, so I didn't do the full thing in college, but it kept me going. And where'd you go to college? Boulder. Which we went over in the beginning yes. of this episode. I forgot yeah. for a no, second, good. but I like circled no, back. No, so we talked about a lot. I talked a lot. I feel like you this know was what we like had. This is great. Okay, Tori. good. I this feel like terrific. I should have asked you about you more. You know what? They all know. Don't I know, worry about but I just it. Don't and anything. Think that, what? This is my usual vibe. Normally, I'm more like you know. Tell you me asking about me? You. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. anything you want to know, you can text me, okay, and, I'll, and I'll respond. Perfect. All right. Yeah, Tori. Thank you so much for coming on the Ted Jones World Podcast. Yes, this was a great me. time. Absolutely, really guys. We're going to pop up Tori's Instagram here. So Tori, shout it out. And um, we'll see you, I guess, December 15th, right? What's your Instagram? Uh, at Tori Cole. T-O-R-E-Y. Pop it up. You hold it. Am I going to hold it? Yeah, Am I holding hold it? Right Can there, I squeeze yeah. it? Let's squeeze it a Can little I bit. Guys, it? thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. <laughs>